With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the Fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey, Brand Goods, that's us. Yeah, very, very proud of the brand and very proud of what we stand for, man. We stand for those who give a shit. We want to be with those who want to do more. And no matter what your pursuit is and whatever it is, as long as you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're being accountable to what your goals are, we got your back. Hate brand goods. Spread hate. Always party. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday and welcome to the fabulous Big Bet, the Week 5 NFL Action Preview with me, as always, you know him as the dirtiest player in the game today, Dr. Kyle. Man, what's up, Memphis? How are you? Uh, I'm as good as those dogs. The dogs, that was perfect timing. Uh, that's that's how they roll. I've got my dog yeah. here in the back, and we're going at this early. So if and it that's sounds why you're hearing the dogs, and if it sounds like a dog pound at the DWZ Dr. Kyle compound. It's because the dogs are out. It's early in the evening. We are going live early. He has got work in the morning, and I am traveling. So Dr. Kyle is extending me some traveling mercies. We're going to jump on. We're going to get this done early. It's going to be the fastest 30 minutes in football. Wait a minute. I think someone else already does that. So it's going to be some fast minutes talking about football. I want to remind you of the YouTube channel. Now, Dr. Kyle, when you do an injury preview, where mm-hmm. is the exclusive home of said injury preview? The Dynasty Warzone YouTube page. Subscribe. The Dynasty Warzone YouTube page. It's doctor's orders. If your wife or your significant other, your kid is like, are you really are you really subscribing to another YouTube page? The only answer is, is that it's it's prescribed by a doctor. You'll get Dr. Kyle's injury report. You'll get Kyle from the Fantasy Football Snack Smackdown. His waiver wire report, which is uh, like a look ahead to the look ahead. Like he'll be dropping one this Sunday that will be looking at what you would be wanting to do for week six. So being a week ahead of week ahead and so much other good stuff at the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. Subscribe, comment, and we'll get back to you. Give us a thumbs up, like, 
and subscribe. So, Dr. Kyle, man, uh, kind of a rough week again. The NFL is is week to week for sure. Um, not going to go too deep into it, but what was uh, your biggest takeaway? Uh, uh, so, yeah, last week I talked about momentum, and I wish I dug deeper into that with other teams. Like, you know, we had a couple 0-3 teams pop, not pop off, but, you know, the Giants got their first W, uh, and the Jets did. And the Jets. I think, I think it would have been a little bit sharper of me if uh, if I had picked up on that. And then also I think I think the Cowboys are the real deal. Uh, I learned that the hard way myself. So just a quick, a quick recap now. Uh, Dr. Kyle, he did hit his big bet. He did. He did hit my, Seattle. My he, saving grace, folks. His, my his saving one, grace. His one win was his big bet. So he has went to two and two on the season on big bets. A uh, little. I mean, your teaser. The the New Orleans killed your teaser because you had the. Yeah, actually, which I still don't. You had both. Was, you had both sides killed. So that was a, an all around. Who gives a shit? No. Can, you had can't K, Casey. Oh, that's right. Casey did. I thought Casey lost outright. That's correct. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, you were a little, little, uh, you a little surprised by the under in the Washington Atlanta game. Both of my told like I liked, I liked the over in Cleveland and Minnesota, and or I leaned the, the over in Cleveland and Minnesota game, which that was like I, I didn't watch that one, so I don't know. It was a snoozer. I couldn't, I could not believe that uh, snoozer. You know, Washington Atlanta Atlanta became uh, you know a shootout. Even so. even in a couple of the misplays that that I saw. You know, like Baker missed a Odell Beckham touchdown. There was a call. It wouldn't have been close. They scored 21 points, and, and you would have needed another 30. So mm-hmm. you weren't getting there. So you were 1-4. and four. I went 2-3. and three. I got my big teaser through, my big bet, making me 3-1. Three and, three and one. Dude, the teasers are pleasers. Ever since I've converted my big bet weekly to a teaser, I've been 3-0. and oh. So we're going we're gonna to see what I'm doing tonight. Uh, Tennessee not only killed my survivor pick, but... <sighs> They they also uh, lost outright. Uh, Tampa Bay did cover their end. My uh, my Green Bay and Baltimore teaser was my cash. Indy plus two. Indy won outright, so Indy on the money line would have been nice, but Indy plus two. And then I had Carolina and the under. Uh, I think Carolina's defense is a little less for real than the Dallas Cowboys. Got exposed a little bit, but that is a good a good defense in Dallas. And uh, our leans real quick because we keep track of everything. Kyle went two and three on his leans. Um, he had the over in Minnesota Cleveland. He also liked Carolina plus the four. Uh, he leaned to Green Bay winner, leaned to the Chargers winner. Uh, he leaned to Tampa Bay, which which they won outright, but they did not cover. So you finished yeah. two and three. I, on the other hand, I went four and one on leans last week. So I leaned Minnesota. They did not cover. They lost by seven. I leaned to the over in the Colts and the Miami game. Just barely got over there. Uh, leaned, I, I considered Kansas City a teaser leg, which they run. They won by more than enough. Uh, I considered Detroit a teaser, and if you would have teased that up to the uh, plus nine, they they would have been, they would have barely gotten there. And then my final one, I also had the Chargers. So I think Kyle's getting a. Getting an alert there, you know these these picks. No, are so... I got I got DraftKings open. I oh. looking at stuff for this week's uh, stuff. I, so 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 just to give you a real quick on the season for Doctor Kyle and I, he's two and two on big bets. I'm three and one on big bets, on overall bets. He is eleven and fifteen. I am eleven and nine. 
He is 11-9 on leans. I am 9-5. and five. Uh, I have started to increase a little bit, so he's going to stay a little bit ahead of me. But on the season, we are 5-3 and three combined on big bets. Nice job, Dr. Kyle, 63%. Uh, we are 22-24 and 24 on other bets. So not bad. we got we got to turn it around this week. I've and got then, work to do. And, and then on uh, leans, we're 20 and 14. You may just want to start betting our leans. But, but, <laughs> that was my advice last week, so hopefully you took it. And if you have bet every everything, now there has been a couple at two crossfires. We're one and one on crossfires. But if you had bet everything across the board on the entire season, you'd be 47 and 41. Uh, it could be you're more than likely going to be 45 and 43, depending on which side of the crossfire. Now, if you took me in the first one and Dr. Kyle in the second one, you'd be 47 and 41, but not too shabby through uh, four weeks, Dr. Kyle. No, and <clears throat> I think as I mentioned last week, getting I feel like now that we've gotten through uh, you know four four solid games, we've seen enough teams play enough teams. Um, I know that's one of the most redundant things a human's ever said about a sport. Um, I, I feel like we you, things are evening out, things are falling into a place. Um, not that it's going to be easy sledding from here on out, but we got real numbers behind all the teams now. That's that's the thing. is like now I'm actually able to add more data to my picks and not just using last year's data because last year's data, you know, where else am I going to get Jalen Hurts data? He only played a handful right. of games last year. Where else am I going to get Sam Darnold with the Carolina Panthers data? There's just nothing out there. So in some of these cases, you know, we're a quarter of the way through the season. I mean, kind of the old quarter of the season because now we have 17 games. So I think we have a pretty good feel. We're rolling into this week. But before we get into the bets, let us talk about our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped.com, promo code zone. It'll save you 20% and your man bets will look okay. Or your woman bets. I just want to make sure I make that perfectly clear. Mine does not look like it would work any different for a man a woman, whatever you, a Sasquatch. Dr. Kyle, you don't strike me as like the hairiest guy in the world. I'm not. But, uh, I'm probably much closer to the least hairiest than I am to the hairiest. I, I'm somewhere like like hair neutral. I've got it where you're supposed to have it. I don't look uh, like I'm wearing a fur sweater. Except on top? Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. It's like it, it's like it's sucked down through my skull, coming out like it's you know, gravity. through my ears. Rules of gravity. Yeah, it, it's just it, over it's, time it's, it's worked its way south. It, it's fine, but you know, like if there was a device where I could like literally step into like almost like a cryogenic chamber and come out with like no body hair, I would totally do it. The next best thing, manscaping.com. So Halloween's coming up. Maybe you're a gym bro. You can't be the Incredible Hulk with a bunch of weird body hair. You know, the the, the Hulk had a little bit of chest, like a little bit of buzz right there, but like nothing on the back. You know, you got to clean that shit up. You know, clean up your junk, clean up your man bits. You don't want to look like a werewolf. You don't want to be like, oh, hey, you're a bodybuilder. Or, hey, you're Adonis. Or, or hey, you're you're whatever. And then, you know, you, you go to get undressed and, and they're like, oh, you're a werewolf. You're Bigfoot. Nobody wants to look like that. Clean it up. Go to manscaped.com. Get rid of the body hair scaries. Shave it down. Clean it up. And look, uh, look good like Dr. Kyle. He's jacked. Mostly hairless, and uh, look at this. Uh, look, he's flexing. He's flexing, and if you want to flex in time haven't done for pull-ups and weeks, haven't done pull-ups and weeks, and if you want to look good, get over to manscaped.com. Treat yourself 
20% off by using the promo code ZONE, and they'll ship it for free. So again, that promo code is ZONE, Z-O-N-E, at manscaped.com. Again, saves you 20% and gets you that free shipping. Dr. Kyle, let's get into liens, man. What's the uh, the first lien? We have a co-lien, gangster lien on the Rams. Th- Thursday night Rams. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh I think the Rams, the Rams need to get right game. Um, they, uh, I don't know what happened in the Rams Cardinals game. I did, you know, I was listening to one of the PFF weekly reviews and it sounds like, and we've talked about this, the Rams defense relies on Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald had one of the worst passing pass rushing performances of his career or possibly the worst. Um, and I don't see that repeating, uh, the, the Seahawks, they just, look, the Cardinals were, a a much more dynamic offense, more dynamic than they've ever been by far. Um, they look a little bit of continuity year over year. The Seahawks, I think there's a bit more familiarity there with them. And I think they're going to be a bit one dimensional, which will allow the Rams to, to just bully them a little bit. Um, so I think they're going to, they're going to go on the road looking for blood and take out the Seahawks. Well, well for me, my reasoning for leaning the Rams was that, Jalen Ramsey is going to man up DK Metcalf. He has for the last year. And Tyler Lockett, even though he's tough as an old boot, he'll be out there. He'll be playing, but he's been somewhat limited. So, and then, and then Chris Carson is going to be a true game-time decision. So for me, who helps Russ move the ball? Maybe Gerald Everett's back. He missed the last game. I think it was with COVID. It was nothing like soft tissue or injury-related. So maybe, but, but is this Gerald Everett and Freddie Swain? Is, is that going to get it done? And no. the Rams' offense just looked a little out of sync. It looked like Matt Stafford missed Cooper Cup on a couple of touchdown passes. I don't know how Seattle stops this team. I don't know how Seattle moves the ball. And I know it's tough at home. Seattle Thursday night, typically in these spots, you want to you lean to the home dog. I'm assuming, mean, yeah, to the home dog, which Seattle is. But that's why it's not a bet. I'm just leaning the Rams. I like the Rams a little bit. Uh, next game on the board, Tampa Bay at home hosting Miami, laying nine and a half. We need we had nothing, anything, quick comment, nothing? Nothing, but it's going to be warm probably. Oh, we, we skipped the game, the game in jolly, oh, yeah. old, jolly old England. Oh. The New York Jets fresh off their first win. Atlanta is listed as the home team in England. Uh, Atlanta laying three. I had nothing. Uh, if I had to go in either way, this is not a lean, a like, a nothing. I think I'd rather back the Jets than Atlanta. I, I, here's the thing. I think both offenses are okay. Yeah. But I think the best unit matchup is the Jets' defense against Atlanta's offense. Yeah, I, I don't I, – look, we liked what Arthur Smith did in Tennessee for so long. I do wonder if Atlanta is getting right on offense. And if we see them do something this week, I think that's a good thing. That gives us another data point there moving forward. Um, but yeah, there's there's a reason we just can't back any side on this one. It's ugh, it's gross. All right, I'm looking for any other just lean, just lean because we have some uh, comments on everything else. Uh, you are leaning to L.A. Chargers and under 50. I lean to the Chargers as well. For me, I think both of these defenses are excellent, but yep. I'm going to lean to the better quarterback. I, I think I think all things being equal, I would rather uh, I got the home field advantage. So you know, most Vegas pros are given two, two and a half for home field. I think two is probably close. 
for the Rams, that tells me that the, the bookie thinks that the Chargers and the Browns are even teams on a neutral. So mm-hmm. for me, I like both coaches, young guy, Brandon Staley, Kevin Stefanski. So for me, all things being equal, I'll take the better quarterback at home. And because I don't see like a big, like, you know, in the Raiders game, there was a large contingent of Raiders fans in L.A. Right. I mean, they used to be the L.A. Raiders, for God's sake. But right. I don't see a lot of the dog pound infiltrating no. SoFi Stadium. So I'm going to lean home field advantage. I'm going to lean better quarterback. And I'm going to lean L.A. Chargers. Um, I also yeah. wonder, I, I wonder if the Chargers will become, like, as as they continue to win, I think that stadium's going to fill up with more Chargers fans. Um, so better to get on board with their sort of less home fieldy advantage uh, per Vegas numbers early um, before it's too late. All right. And one last uh, game we had nothing on, San Francisco at Arizona. I have nothing. I think I would probably lean San Francisco if they had Jimmy G, but I have no idea what the you know the box of chocolates that's going to be Trey Lance under center. You know, even in fantasy, I'm trying to avoid certain guys. I mean, you got to play Kittle. You're not going to have a better yep. tight end more than likely than Kittle. I dig that, but maybe Debo. I, th- I think I would rate my my San Francisco starters as Kittle, Debo, and no one else. I'd play Trey Lance as a QB too. In, in a super flex, but I have nothing on this from a betting standpoint. Now, <clears throat> there's still, uh, I mean, there's still no guarantee. We don't know who's going to be playing quarterback in this game yet. Um, again, a divisional game, I think, you know, I, I didn't do it last week, but I think I'd at five and a half, I'd rather take the team with five and a half points. Um, I also think that, you know, perhaps Cliff Kingsbury had that Arizona Rams game circled on his calendar the second the schedule coming out, knowing his track record against them since he took over in Arizona. So, you know, perhaps a letdown spot for Arizona and a get-right game for San Francisco. And for me, you you kind of, uh, you you, you know, uh, Cliff Kingsbury had had a a bad track record against Sean McVay as well. And we saw how that went on on Sunday. So for me, I'm just going to avoid the game altogether. Again, Mm -hmm. if it was Jimmy G, which sounds odd, I mean, Trey Lance is going to be the long-term better quarterback. But if he was under center, because we saw Nick, is it Nick Mullins or Nate Mullins? Nick. Uh, who, Nick Mullins. Mullin. Mullin. Plural. No not S. plural. Not, singular. Yeah, just one Mullin. Just one Mullin went into Arizona last year, which was kind of like a home game for them because they got kicked out of Santa Clara last right. year. But they went in there and throttled this, this Cardinals team. So I have no idea what to make of this game. So I'm just going to avoid it. If you don't know... Now you know. So let's go. Let's go to our first game. We have an, uh, an equal like on Green Bay minus three. I'm going to give you uh, the first volley. The number I just looked at it and it seems wrong. Uh, you're telling me that Green Bay and Cincinnati are half a point different. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think calling Cincinnati's home field advantage two and a half. I think that's fair. Oh, I'm sorry. I did the math wrong. I did the math backwards there. Right, so 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 since the so, yeah, so so that, that that would mean that on a a neutral field that Green Bay would be laying five and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I still think that's wrong. I think uh, I said it. And, I got and, on Green and, Bay in week two when at, right after they got lambasted by New Orleans, and I think I think we're now seeing what Green Bay really is. I don't think the line's adjusted, and I think the line is representing a Cincinnati team that's beat up on some. Some some youngsters, some younger brothers, some, of some tomato cans, exactly. Um, and I think, well, you, give me any coach over Zach Taylor, except for maybe 
two or three in the NFL, and I think LaFleur Except the guy he beat last week. He had to come back and beat Urban Are we Meyer. still calling him a coach? I, I mean, here's the thing. I just don't understand Fra- Can we just call him Frat Bro Meyer at this point? First of all, forget all of the other things. If there was a dude just to hang out with that seems like a like a bro's bro, it's Urban Meyer. I don't under <laughs> I don't understand the pushback. He was simply teaching that young lady how to play center and showing her how the center cor- quarterback exchange takes place. That's what I and saw. He, and he, as a football coach, couldn't even come up with that excuse for his press conference. Unfortunate. Uh, Urban, when this gets back to you, I know it does. I, I know you listen. I know your people listen. You need me to be your spin doctor. I am here for you. The reason why I like this is is you can't throw out any game or any data point, but once you get past that weird New Orleans game in Jacksonville with the Packers, they scored, they've scored an average of 31 points per game since since that game. So 31 points a game. You know how many games Cincinnati has scored 30 or more points this year? Zero. Zero. Zero times has that offense scored 30 points. Not when they played the Jags. Not when they played the Bears. Not against Minnesota. Not against no one. They have not put up 30 points yet. Green Bay, I mean, again, I can't throw out the data point, but it was such an anomaly and I just, like I said, I watched, I watched them have to battle back against the Jags at home. I, I don't love the fact that Cincinnati's the more rested team, but Green Bay is traveling. Their last game was at home, so not, not a huge amount of travel involved from Green Bay to Cincinnati. Anyway, they're going to fly right over my house. They can check on it as I get ready to travel to Colorado. But uh, I think we're in agreement. Green Bay minus three feels like a good one. Great. Yep. Like it. Bet it. Go. So so there's one. We both have a take on this next game as well. Now, you you have Tennessee minus the four and a half, and Mm -hmm. I have over 48. I'm going to let you tell us why you like the the minus four and a half. It's kind of weird. I mean, I'm not not saying you're wrong, but just coming off of a game where they lost to the Jets. Is it the red ass? Is it A.J. Brown returning to practice? What is uh, your your thoughts here? Yeah, uh, it's look, there is a little assumption, you know, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. And so we've only had one practice report all week, you know, with Julio and AJ Brown, both sort of doubtful, you know, game time decision last week. I am sort of operating this on under the assumption that at least one of them comes back this week. Um, I also think, you know, perhaps Tennessee could be looking ahead. But now that Tennessee's, you know, put a put a what should have been a check mark in the win column into the loss column and Indy happened to win last week. I think they feel uh, the Colts nipping at their heels a little bit, and they're going to have to go back into Jacksonville or go for the first time this year into Jacksonville, which really isn't – I don't think there's much home field advantage right there. And we now have all of these distractions talking about how, you know, I guess there's reports that players are saying Urban has – like even prior to this thing, like hasn't really commanded the room, you know, and with a rookie quarterback and DJ Chark going to the IR – uh, Jacksonville just feels like it's in shambles and I think Tennessee gets right. And then another thing, like, again, I've only, you know, I've listened to a few podcasts to, to catch me up for the week. Uh, PFF, like Tannehill is still playing great. Just for whatever reason, some of the balls are not like the receivers are just not catching them. There, there's, it's not like, there's no quarterback issue. Um, I, and then so I'll take, you know, the better coach, the better team, the better quarterback, uh, hopefully getting healthier this week, coming off of what is going to be a, a, a motivational loss, pushing them into higher motivation, um, laying only four and a half. I, you know, 
it it feels like to me it should be more of a you know a six point spread here. For me, I'm going the over. Here's why: Jacksonville's defense is giving up 28.8 points a game. The Titans are giving up 27.8 a game. So those defenses are giving up 56.6 points per game. Now their offense, Tennessee, has been scoring 23.8 a game. And Jacksonville's been scoring 18.5 a game. So that's 42.3. You add up the 56.6, the 42.3, you divide that by, well, these teams combined are scoring 56. They're giving up 42.5. That's 98.9. Divide that by two. I have the over and under is 49.5. At 48.5, I'm getting a point of value. And I think both offenses are slowly looking better. Again, it looks like Tennessee will be getting A.J. Brown back, maybe Julio Jones. And the the defense in Cincinnati on a short week, and they put up, I think it was 24 points. I think it was 24-27. The Jags lost on, on Thursday night. And I thought that offense was coming together. No turnovers for Trevor Lawrence. So these defenses are already bad and trending worse. So for me, I'm going to take the point of value. I'm going to go over 48.5. I don't know who wins. I don't necessarily love Tennessee. I could see Jacksonville winning this game, to be quite honest. So uh, that is mine. Kyle has Tennessee minus 4.5. I have it over 48.5. I do want to throw out one lean I missed on the spreadsheet. uh, and, And actually, I'll throw out two. I would consider Minnesota a teaser leg. Minnesota currently lane seven. I would consider leaning that as part of one of my teasers. I would lean, I would tease them down to minus one. And then in the Denver game, uh, you you like under 39 and a half. Two yeah. good defenses, sketchy quarterback play. Teddy Bridgewater did not practice on Wednesday. Could be the Drew Locke show. And uh, I would also consider teasing Denver up to plus eight, even with Drew Locke. So that, that was another lean that we missed. But uh, just to recap the bet so far, Uh, Two bets, we got three to go each. We both like Green Bay minus three. He likes Tennessee minus four and a half. I like the over 48 and a half. Uh, We'll go ahead and do Tennessee. I'm going to go ahead and do my big bet just to get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. Another teaser. We'll call it a pleaser. It's the money bag squeezer. I'm going to go. I'm going to tease the New England Patriots down to minus two and a half from minus eight and a half. I'm going to tease them down to under a field goal. And... And I'm going to tease Baltimore down for minus six and a half and just minus half a point. So basically, I see both of these teams winning, although I could see Indy being a little feisty on Monday Night Football. Uh, I think they would play to to the whistle, so I wouldn't want to lay that full six and a half. But my big bet this week is going to be a two team teaser, teasing New England down to two and a half, so they've only got to win by a field goal. And I'm going to tease Baltimore down to minus half a point. That's my big bet because you have a lean to uh, the under in the Tennessee game. Uh, New England game. The, the, the Texans yeah. game. Yep, I, I lean the under there. And, um, <clears throat> you know, classic Belichick going into, uh, you know, somebody else's field up against, you know, not one of the top five rookie quarterbacks in Davis Mills. Um, you know, he had, he had yeah. like a solid half or so uh, in that first game. Um, but that's that's – it's just going to be ugly nope. for him. Um, what what does make me you. nervous? Oh, let's hear stat. it. Belichick's twenty-two and five against rookie quarterbacks. How do you think Davis Mills is going to fare? Not yeah, uh, and and you know if it was Davis Mills with Sean Payton or Andy Reid, maybe there's something to it, but not with the uh, 
the circus act that's going down down on there right now. Um, but so I, I lean the under, um, and it, I'm, I'm thinking about like what could I capture to mitigate some of what concerns me with the under. And I wonder if under the Houston team total is what feels right because I feel like there's a chance. You know, I think the Pats are going to play a pretty conservative game plan on offense. But if they just give Davis Mills enough trouble that there's going, you know, turnover central, um, you know, not necessarily pick six, but just could set themselves up with really good field position a few times. Um, So, you know, I think if I'm trying to capture that under and then another thing I was thinking about, like, you know, we talk teasers and and totals, but we never talk teasing totals. You know, maybe teasing both of these under thirty nine and a half games that look like, you know, poor quarterback play, conservative play dogfights. Teasing them both up to 45 and a half and playing the under 45 and a half, getting through that, you know, 44, 45 key numbers. I don't know. Just food for thought. Yeah, I'm not big on teasing totals, but uh, not, not the worst thing I've ever heard. All right, we're going to jump into your big bet. You have Carolina minus three and a half. I also yeah. have a bet on this game. I have Carolina and Philly over three. So you have Carolina minus three and a half at home. Eagles and go. <clears throat> so the one of the few games I watched this week because I was traveling was the first half in uh, a little bit of the second half, but mostly the first half of Dallas Carolina. And while the second half score and score going into the fourth quarter would lead you to believe that the Cowboys dominated this game, which I think they ultimately did in the third quarter. Uh, I think anybody that watched the first half of that game saw there was a couple really, really important calls that went against Carolina that should not have that. And I was watching that game, and as you know, as I'll call myself a Cowboys fan, I have before, so everybody should know that um, they were they were like huge, huge, you know, turnover type plays. One was uh, a play that was called dead that was the, you know, it wasn't a quarterback. It wasn't like it was in the grass or anything, but the ball, Dalton Schultz fumbled pretty clearly. Um, So I really felt like Carolina was in that game. And had they maybe protected Sam Darnold a little bit better at times, it would have been closer longer. Um, I just don't think, and one of the things the Cowboys were able to do to take over that game was get the run game going. Philly's got no run game right now. Jalen Hurts is barely running it. Uh, I think Carolina's defensive front uh, is their strong suit, which will give Hurts enough trouble. And I think once they get out to a lead, it's going to be hard for Philly to keep up with them um, and with with their defense being able to step on the gas pedal. So, you know, I know I'm on the wrong side of the hook, but I just think this is uh, this this line feels wrong. Yeah, for me, the the under is pretty simple. Kind of the same exercise I did with. With the uh, the previous game under or and, over, uh, I'm going over. I'm sorry, good okay. catch. I'm going over. Yeah. So a, in, in, a key in, one in, there for the listening folks. Yes, over, over the moon, over the total, over the 44 and a half with Philly and Carolina. Again, Philly's been scoring 23 and a half points a game. Carolina scoring 24.3, so that's 47.8. Uh, the the Panthers are only giving up 16 and a half a game, but the the Eagles are giving up 26 and a half a game. That's 43. You add them together, divide it by two. 45 and a half is where I have the number. So I'm already getting another point of value, almost a point of value. And I look at the Philly trend. They gave up 6, 17, 41, 42. You know, I look at Carolina. They gave up 17, 7, 9, 36. And one thing we've learned the last two weeks, I got killed by this in a dynasty matchup in week three. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni and this Eagles offense is going to play all the way down to the wire. 
which is kind of like why I would rather be on the other side of the hook. No offense, you're, mm. you're doing you're doing your thing. But for me, I mean, Philly's given up 41 and 42 to a couple of offenses that are good. I mean, you know, Dallas is pretty good. Kansas City's really good. But I think Carolina could at least put up 30, maybe 31, 28, 31, somewhere in there. And I know this Eagles team will continue to score all the garbage time points they can. So for me, I'm going over 44 and a half. I've got one more bet. You've got two. So mm-hmm. let me just get mine out of the way. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders minus the five. So came out today on Wednesday that Matt Nagy has named uh, Mr. Fields the starter the rest of the season. Here's the thing. This game on the road. This is not a pushover game against the Detroit Lions at home. The Raiders defense is averaging 2.3 sacks per game. Um, That's tied for 13th. They're 8th in the league with QB pressures. They're 15th in the league in QB hurries. And they're 4th in the league in QB knockdowns with 20. You know, the Bears are tied for second to last, 31st in the league in sacks allowed. They're 32nd or dead last in sack percentage per dropback. And they're 30th in uh, pass play completions. The only team completing less of their passes than the Bears is the Jets and the Jaguars. So for me, pretty simple stuff. Uh, I, I will keep an eye on this. I could see the Bears... Uh, you know, getting a little bit of money coming in now that Fields is officially the favorite. And I would love to get this. I mean, I'm going to take it at five on the show, official bet. But I'm not going to bet it until Sunday because I think the number's going to go down. I think some public money, some Joe Q public money will drive this down a little bit and I can get Mm -hmm. a better value on the Raiders. But that's my final bet. So just to recap mine before we let Kyle get us with two, Green Bay minus three, Tennessee and Jacksonville over 48 and a half. I'm teasing my big bet, teasing New England down to minus two and a half from eight and a half. I'm teasing Baltimore down to minus just a half a point from six and a half. Raiders minus the five and Carolina Philly over 44 and a half. All right, Dr. Kyle, give us two more bets. You got a Buffalo and then you got a teaser. So I'll I'll do, hold on, excuse me. You're good, man. You got Buffalo minus, you got Buffalo plus two and a half, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so Buffalo plus two and a half. Look, uh, you know, I think this is an exercise that we all need to do every week is what like look at the lines. There's going to be a handful of underdogs that win outright. Like, who are they? Um, you know, some some that I look at that I could see, you know, I don't know if I would want to bet Washington straight up against New Orleans or the Chargers or. Yeah, sorry. Washington straight up against New Orleans. I don't know. I, I usually like, it seems to feel like the ones around two and a half or three and three are the way to go. Um, but for me, I, I'm going with Buffalo plus two and a half this week. And I think if you, you know, if you really like Buffalo, there's nothing wrong with going the the money line here. Um, Kansas city got right this week, but they, they sort of barely got right against an Eagles team that did nothing to try and stop Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, we just talked about how the, their defense has trended in the wrong direction and that's not by accident. We know that their defensive front has gotten less healthy. We know their offensive front has also gotten less healthy, but what we also know is that Buffalo's pass rush, uh, and their defensive line is no joke this year. And if I think we've seen, uh, you know, what sort of has been Kansas city's kryptonite, it's been a very, very solid pass rush that can contain Mahomes and give him pressure. And I I think this is, again, I think 
you know, probably Sean McDermott's had this one circled. This is, you know, revenge game from the playoffs last year. Um, I think it's a revenge game for the regular season last year. I forget how that one went, but I'm pretty sure Kansas City won that one out right after there was some scheduling uh, adjustments for uh, for COVID early in the season for Buffalo and Tennessee, maybe. Um, uh, you know, I it's probably, you know, I think probably some of the public is going to be on Kansas City coming, oh, Kansas City is back, they're good. Um, and Kansas City's defense is sort of, I don't want to say trash, but – you know, they talk about it and, you know, I forget which podcast again. I listen to a bunch of them, but they're sort of the way Spagnuolo plays. And they've been able to get away with this for years because they can sort of just lean on their offense is, you know, each possession. Like if they can just get one big play on defense and then get off, like they can do that because they know if they get back on offense, they're probably at least getting three points. Um, but they haven't been able to do that this that much this year. And I just think it, it feels and I know that's not the way to bet, but it feels like this is going to be Buffalo's coming out party and um, they, they potentially beat Kansas city outright, but that's why I'm going to take Buffalo plus two and a half as a like. All right. And then wrap it up with your big T's big T's half of it. We've already heard from Memphis, Baltimore down to uh, minus half a point. Um, not going to reiterate that one. He hit all the good ones. Um, and then the other half is going to be teasing Dallas down to minus one, you know, Dallas and giants go back, a long, long way, but not with the current coaches and quarterbacks um, and offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. I think this Dallas team is for real. I think the Giants, uh, Giants had a, they had a big win last week, and I think they needed that. But it felt more like and sounded more like a, a New Orleans loss than anything. And so I would not be betting on uh, a Daniel Jones, who you know per PFF has been one of the higher graded quarterbacks of late. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys pass rush has been bringing it. So, you know, division rivalry in Dallas, tease them down to uh, one point and hope they went out right. Yeah, there's not much quit in those Giants. So let's recap all the bets. I'll go through mine real, real quick. We both like Green Bay minus three. He likes Tennessee minus four and a half. I like the over in the Tennessee Jags game over 48 and a half. Uh, I like the over in the... Carolina Panthers Philly game he likes Carolina minus the three I like the Raiders minus the five at home against the Bears he likes Buffalo plus two and a half on the road at the Kansas City Chiefs and then we both have a teaser for you his teaser is Dallas from minus seven down to minus one and his second leg is Baltimore from minus six and a half down to minus just a half and then that leaves my big bet. My big bet is New England teased down to minus two and a half and Baltimore teased down to half a point. Uh, if you're still in Survivor Contest and Tennessee didn't kill you like they did me, then I'm going to recommend New England. This is the only game of the season where I feel confident in them as a Survivor pick. So i uh, going to just wrap this one up real quick. We tried to keep it super duper short because we both have a lot going on. But we know that you guys enjoy the show and we enjoy you enjoying the show. So real quick, want to make sure that if you're listening to this on Thursday, there is a, an exclusive women's collection. Maybe Dr. Kyle will have to pick it up for his lovely wife. Uh, it's over at Hate Brand Goods. It's the Bonshro collection. That's Matt's lady friend, Bonshro. And uh, if you go to the HVIII.com, you'll see the matching sports brawl and leggings set. And uh, you can get hooked up with that, Dr. Kyle. Have you seen this? I've seen your wife. No. I think she's pretty athletic. 
She's stronger yeah, she's, than you. F, she's she's effing fit, as they would say. Uh, she's an effing fit chick, and I've seen her in action. And and per per pound per body weight, your wife is stronger than you. Now she's not a she's oh, not a big woman, she, but, but 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 she's very strong. Per pound per body weight, she she might be one of the strong. She she's probably top five percent in the world. I, that and and that sounds and, like like an egregious number, but when you realize there's seven billion people in the world. And then, you know, like 10, 10% of that's like, what, 70, 70 million people? So, like, she's like one of the 35, strong, 35 million strongest people per body weight. I don't know. We're, you know, we're just throwing out random math numbers. But we're doing a hate brain commercial. <laughs> and you can go over to the HVIII.com. Or if you're watching live on YouTube, you can see how to spell the web address. And you can save money at checkout by using promo code MEMPHIS. You can also do that with our patron hate brand goods with um, everybody manscaped just hit pause on the the playback here of your podcast everything's hyperlinked right there you hit the hyperlink you know the promo codes boom you go to the website you save the monies and you get the goods so there you go dr kyle we're going to help them win enough money to buy buy lots of good stuff you know we have annual memberships now over at the patreon did you know that whoa yeah so you say you save sixteen percent if you sign up for an annual membership versus going month to month. It's done. It's, Sounds it's, like free money. Uh, you know what? We're, we're we're heating up just in time to help you pay for that membership. But anyway, I gotta go. He's gotta go. We're gonna help you win some dough. But remember, you can follow him on Twitter at dwz underscore doctor pt. You can follow me at dwz memphis. And remember, here at the fabulous big bet. Money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back here in a little bit less of a rushed fashion for week six. Thanks, Dr. Kyle. Thank you, Memphis. Catch you next week. And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some, some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Maddie, a.k.a. at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles, and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at viridianglobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. won a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak